Okay, welcome back to the Inflow podcast. My name is Jill and I'm your host. And in today's episode, I'm going to be exposing myself big time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be reading some of my journal entries from when I was on the van trip because today's episode is all about doing the inner work and what that actually looks like. And so I'm going to be sharing with you the things that kind of were going onto my page when I was going through the inner work, doing the inner work, and that I'm hoping will show you what it kind of looks like to get really deep with yourself and strip back the layers and get to the core of everything, like the core of you, the essence of you. And this episode is actually for those people who may be going through this right now, this period in your life, because everyone will go through it, I'm sure. I don't know. Well, this podcast is directed to those who are potentially going through this and who maybe are actually about to go through this and you don't know it yet, because it just kind of sneaks up on you, I'm telling you. Now, if you're someone who feels bad for reading someone else's journal, then maybe don't listen. No one else has read this. These words have not been read by anyone else but me. Um, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna rip it off like a band-aid because I want to do this for you. Um, like this part, the the reason I'm doing this podcast is to get real with you and to guide anyone who's going through something similar. Um. And be really relatable about it because it's so easy to tell someone to do something, but actually showing them what you're doing or what you did to overcome whatever you were going through, it's a whole different story and it makes it so that the person feels and believes that they can do it too because it's already been done and it's been shown. So for those who don't know what I mean when I say the inner work, the inner work is it's kind of getting really honest with yourself about who you are, what you want, how you show up for others and for yourself and really getting to know yourself, becoming very, very self-aware and being able to live true to yourself, like live your truth and feel, feel, feel or be confident in that. Because too many of us, and I was 1000% this person, too many of us live behind a, like a facade and not, I'm not trying to come at anyone because this sometimes happens as a safety thing. It happens when you want to protect yourself and protect your feelings because letting people in can be really scary and hard. And trust me, like when I say I'm, I was that person, I probably still slightly am when it comes to communicating my feelings. Um, I, it's still so fucking difficult to like talk about what I'm feeling like in that moment. Um, but it's very liberating as well at the same time to get that out there and for people to know who you truly are and that you're confident in yourself and you don't have to hide behind a facade anymore. You don't have to hide yourself from the world because I think as well, like the, the, the essence of us, the essence of each and every one of us makes us unique and it's what people like about you, you know, like when you show up in a conversation with someone maybe and you are not truly being yourself, then that person either can 
you know, feel that, can sort of see that you're hiding at yourself um, and not really being true to yourself. Or they may like you, but not. it's not really the, the real you. It's someone else you're pretending to be. But I truly think that people like the true the true you, the essence of who you are. I think that if someone doesn't vibe with that, it just means they're not for you in your life. And that's okay. You know, there's always going to be other people or your people who vibe with you and sh- not share your essence, but like they can connect with you, you know, because you're very similar, like-minded, um, for lack of better words. This, this whole thing of hiding my true self or pretending to be someone I'm not has been the story of my life (laughs) and this is going to take a different turn but basically so I was born in South Africa um gonna make it a little personal but I know there's people out there who relate to this so we're gonna just do it I was born in South Africa and my family and I are considered colored So you wouldn't say that we're black and you wouldn't say that we're white. We are the in-between, which they call in South Africa, we call them coloreds. So I was born colored. I also went to a primary school in South Africa where majority of the students were white. Um, There were some black, but mostly white. And so I basically grew up in a white environment where my friends were white, their families were white. When I go to my friend's house, you know, it's just a white environment. And so I was brought up that way. And then I moved to Australia. I was about 12 years old. And again, primarily white school. Um, actually, there was literally no no people of colour at my school. Probably about two. <laughs> but we had family here in Australia who are also South African and also family friends so we would meet we would you know have our family get get togethers and the cultures are so 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 different and it was so easy for me to be with my friends who are white and act a certain way be a certain way and then be with my family and family friends and act a certain way with them and it was so easy to bounce between friend groups and be a different person depending on who I was with and it's exhausting, <laughs> like so exhausting to not be who you are and be true to who you are and who you feel most comfortable being. And it even gets to a point where you don't even know who you are anymore. Like you look in the mirror and you're not actually sure who you are. Am I this person who, when I'm with my white friends, am I this person or, you know, with my colored family, am I that person? Who actually am I? And people will look at me and look at my skin color and look at my hair And they would be surprised when I open my mouth and I speak and I don't sound like what I look like, which sounds ridiculous, but it's true. But all of this hiding and pretending, it came from me wanting to impress the people that I'm with. Like you can, you can, it's so obvious. It's so obvious that me not being who I am and acting different around different people is me wanting to impress them and wanting them to like me, even though I'm not even being me. And a lot of people do this. It's, it doesn't even have any have to have anything to do with what you look like or the color of your skin or anything like that, um, your ethnicity. So many people go through this. And I think that we lose a sense of self, we lose who we are, and we don't know how to find it again. It can be quite overwhelming. 
doing the inner work, questioning yourself, confronting yourself, and really picking apart your values, what you truly love and like without any external influences, without anyone around you to have an input or for you to think that they have an input is the only way you're going to get to know the essence of you. And once you do, and once you are accepting of that, of who you are, and you fall in love with the little things that make you who you truly are, whether or not someone likes that part of you, it is the most freeing and liberating feeling. And I, I can't recommend it enough. The inner work changes lives. And with social media has come so much comparison of self, um, wanting to impress people online, like the highlight reel situation. No one shows what truly happens offline and all the negative things that go on in their lives because who wants to see that? So you only want to show things that you are proud of or you think is amazing and that other people are going to love and that's what a highlight reel is but if you actually took the time to let go of what you think people think of you and let go of trying to impress others online and just be where your feet are it will take you so much further and you will start to see that people will actually love you and like you even more so when you're being who you are it's a really lovely lovely feeling to be liked being who you are like I don't even know how else to ex- like how to explain this feeling of someone liking you for you it's so nice so what I did was I did the inner work at a time when I hardly had any access to social media um, and internet so I couldn't really go online <laughs> and it was like a perfect opportunity to do the inner work without anyone watching um, and kind of like just because at first I was really stressed about not being able to show up for my followers um, and be able to maintain my platform etc but then after a while it became easier and easier to live offline and not have to show everyone everything and go literally days offline without posting any stories um, and like not stressing about it because I'm living my life they're living their life and a lot of the time people don't actually care Uh, they are not sitting there waiting for you to post a story. They're actually living their own life. Um, And I had to just really remind myself of that, that no one's waiting for me to post. No one's sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. They will get the post when they get the post. So if you're someone who can't actually go offline, like in the way that I did, something you can try to do is to metaphorically clear the room, pretend that you have zero followers, and no one actually cares about your life, like completely disregard anyone who is online, what then? Like what then? Would you just, if you had no followers and no one cared about your life, what would you do? Would you just start living your life without any eyes on you? And what does that even look like? You wake up, you get ready for the day, you do your morning routine, you go to work, you come home, you talk to your partner or your family, you watch a movie or something and you go to sleep. No one knew that you did all of those things except you and whoever's literally present with you in that moment. Okay, so now you're living your life as per normal without anyone looking at you um, and you decide that you want to start growing personally and develop yourself and start doing personal development. So you start to incorporate healthy habits. Um, That might be like having a lemon water in the morning, doing a workout in the morning, um, reading 10 pages of a book a day, 
or uh, like just, yeah, meeting up with a friend and having a coffee with them at a cafe. And, but you're not online. Remember, no one knows that you're doing this. There's zero eyes on you. How does that make you feel? Not being able to share these things that you're doing to better yourself, like not being able to share the highlights of your day, such as going to see a friend at a cafe or doing your workout, like not sharing that with someone online or other people. Does that make you feel like you didn't really do those things? If you couldn't Instagram it, did it really happen? The answer is yes. Yes, it did happen. And no one else knew about it except for you, the only person that really matters. You did it for you, not for others, and not for the purpose of sharing with others. Because let's be serious, like how many people out there only work out just to show someone that they're working out? Or only read their 10 pages of a book just to post it online to say that you did? How many people live their lives like that? Like that stresses me out. Don't get me wrong, I'm someone who loves to share those things. I sometimes share when I'm reading a book or when I'm doing a workout, but that's once in a while. But all those other times where you don't see me posting those things, I actually am still doing them, (laughs) just not sharing them at that moment. But there are people who will be so anxious about it and will think to themselves, like, I didn't actually do it if I didn't post it. I need to post it. I need to post it. Even though you did do those things, it doesn't actually make it true to who you are if you if you feel like you have to share it to validate it. So this is how my inner work journey started. In the van, we had just left basically like a week or two into the trip and I was still questioning why this happened so quickly and easily. I was thinking to myself like there's got to be a reason that I'm on this journey, on this trip Because when I say we didn't plan it, we really literally did not plan it. Like not even, we didn't talk about it last year. This was not something we were like, not last year, 2020, 2020. We weren't thinking like, oh, you know what? We should totally do a van trip. Yes, this is something Zach has always wanted to do, but it's always something I've said no to like every single time. Like, no, 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 not going to do it. Then in January, all of a sudden I'm like, let's do it. And we do it like so easily and so aligned. So naturally I'm questioning it like universe, what's up here? Like, why are you guiding me on this van trip? Did you want me to do something? Is this supposed to show me something? Is this supposed to be my new life? Like, tell me what's going on. So I get out my journal. I'm already going through some issues with not feeling like I am on the path that I want to be on career wise. So I get out my journal and this is the first thing that I wrote down on this trip. Please don't judge as well. <laughs> like this is me being really vulnerable. So no judgment is welcome here. I titled the page, Let Go Control. I need to learn this. I need to practice this. I need to feel powerless. I don't know why I'm on this trip and why this has all happened so effortlessly, but I feel like it's for a reason. I'm here to serve and do the work. I'm open to guidance. Just tell me what I'm supposed to do. For now, I'll just let go control and feel the feelings. I'll drown out all the noise and lean into the moment. Maybe that's what this trip is for, to listen and be led towards my purpose. Feeling powerless is so scary. It's vulnerability. It's open heart surgery. And then I started writing down what I, like in journal dot points, what I want. I wrote, what do I want, like truly? 
I want to feel secure financially. I want to feel passionate and fulfilled daily. I want to be proud of my work. I want to improve my work and skills. I want to grow into my next level self. Who is she? What does she do? She is financially independent. She gives back because she can. She travels and takes photos and videos of her experience. She's passionate about bringing experiences to life and capturing moments forever in time through photography. She's balanced. She's a role model for balance and wellness. She owns her own home. She owns three. She is smart with her money. She's truly confident and open. She's generous with her time and her money. I then wrote, why do I want these things? I feel worthless and I feel powerless, not in control. I feel lost in life about what I'm supposed to be doing. Why do I want these things? Because I want to change this. I want to reclaim control over my life and my finances. What am I willing to do? I'm willing to sacrifice my presence and my status online and do more of what I love without feeling the need to impress people I don't know. I'm willing to lean into the moment more and trust that I'm being guided. I'm willing to get a job to increase that my cash flow and save and invest my money. I'm willing to grow myself and my skills through practice, self-development, books, and meditation and breathwork. I, and then this is the last thing that I like highlighted, I am willing to be honest with myself and not pretend like I'm someone I'm not. I'm willing to make changes in order to be where I want to be. So that was my very first journal entry and yeah, I was being really real with myself because I never question myself when it comes to my desires and goals. Like I never say or I never said, why do I want these things? What am I going to do to change it? Like, you know, what is that going to make, how is that going to make me feel? It's really important to pick these things apart and get really, really deep and honest with yourself. Um, even if you don't like the answer, you know, like even if it's not what you want to hear yourself say, you know, I don't want to hear myself say I'm worthless and I'm powerless, but it's how I truly felt in that moment. So I had to write it down and that's, it was really hard. Like all the feelings are coming back up again, Whew. but it was necessary to get done. Like it's necessary to go through the hard part and it, it for it to be messy and ugly for it to then be, you know, magical. And it's, the inner work is not pretty. It's not. It's really ugly. It's really messy. It's really, um, what's the word? Invasive. <laughs> That's what it is. It's really invasive, but it's necessary. And then I started reading uh, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And I started to write a little bit about that, which I think I'll share with you as well, um, because this is also relevant. So I wrote and titled the page, My Dharma. If you have heard, haven't heard of um, Think Like a Monk, it's a really good book. You should definitely read it. It's sort of about um, like finding your purpose as well. So I wrote, so I've been reading Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk, and finally understand where my confusion is coming from. I have lived my life in search of my purpose. Every time I think I found it, something tells me that's not it. I've felt pressure from parents, friends, people I don't know on social media to be doing something useful with my life. Jay says the pressure comes from people like celebrities having reached their peak early in life. We compare ourselves to them and think we should be much further along in our achievements at a young age. I 100% feel that. So I dive into different career paths hoping to make a break somewhere, thinking maybe this is my purpose. Sometimes it's useful for others like 
uh, mentoring others, but it's not enjoyable for me. Or it's enjoyable for me, like content creation, taking photos and videos, but it's not useful for others. This trip has forced me offline to not have access to the external influences that define me, but rather look inwards, be present and reflect on what I truly want and love to do. And I mean truly. I've never dove, dove, can I even read? I've never dove so deep before. Something always influences my thoughts. Anyways, my dharma. I wish to discover my dharma. I no longer want to trial and error my purpose anymore. I want to explore my true self and what I'm truly made for. Your dharma equals passion plus expertise plus usefulness. I want to disconnect from distraction and reconnect to myself and my monk mind. On this trip, I vow to find my dharma. It will be revealed to me and manifest itself. I am open and ready to live out my purpose. And that is a couple of excerpts from the journal I wanted to read. There are a few more, but they're not as, they're not like that. They're kind of a bit more dot-pointed, dot-pointed. Um, they're again, just like questions that I need to answer to get further and further into the core of what I want and everything like that. So, but those two were something I wanted to get really read to you guys so you could feel, not feel, you could see how I was feeling about myself because it's not something I was going to put online on my Instagram and I wasn't intending to share it here with you guys, but I think it's really important to share it. Um, and anyways, I actually my purpose was revealed to me, like it was revealed to me. I didn't actually do any, you know, maths or codes or anything to sort of discover it and make a breakthrough. It just came to me and it was like, whoa, I think I knew this all along, but I've just been like so preoccupied with other things in my life and trying out new things when really it was within me all along. And all I really had to do was get to know myself and ask myself those deeper questions, uh, strip back the layers and accept certain parts of myself for who I am and be really proud of that. And even though the inner work started as really just me trying to figure out what I want to do with my life career-wise, um, it actually ended up helping me with the other parts of me, like who I am and helped me become me rather than wanting to hide behind a facade anymore and my confidence grew and I started speaking up for myself in certain aspects of my life um, and I my value of myself value of self grew as well and my goals and desires in my life became very crystal clear like really found clarity in that area so the inner work is it's not a pretty thing it's not fun and roses and dandy and like oh my god so aesthetic it's not it's actually hard and it's something you actually need to do on your own so it's something you need to fight you need to find time in your life to to cut off those external influences so that you can just listen to yourself like listen to what's in your head there's so much noise out there there's so many people telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing what you should and shouldn't be eating um and you know it's it's noisy it's so noisy, but you are your own voice of reason. And even when you don't think you are, just turn off the external noise and listen inwards and you know yourself and you can discover parts of you that are so incredible. I promise you that people will like you for who you are. Not everyone, 
and that's okay. You're not for everyone. The last thing I want to leave you with is to just let go control. Let life be the way it's being and just start living intuitively. Not everything has to go plan, go to plan and be perfect. You know, if you just listen to your intuition and go, and go with that, like be guided, life will unfold for you in the exact way it's supposed to. Your desires, your goals, your manifestations and your purpose and potentially your passion if you're unsure of it will be revealed to you. Like you don't have to find it. It will find you if you just listen. Listen to yourself, listen to intuition and take guided action. I love you all. I hope this episode was useful and valuable to you. Um, I know no one will judge me here because we're all, we're, we know each other, you know, like we are, can, this, you guys are my people and my people don't judge. So I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day or night. I'll chat to you in the next episode. Thank you.